everyone, and welcome to another SCGC After Hours Review. I am one of your hosts, John, and I am joined today by my good buddy, Cam Hawkins, who is making some serious moves in uh, in games journalism right now. Dude, you're, dude, you're fucking killing it, man. Let's just call it what it is, dude. I, I appreciate it. I'm terrible at taking compliments. All, all, all I can s simply say is uh, thank you. I'm, I'm doing my best. I'm trying. Dude, you're doing fantastic. And uh, not I, I know that this is a uh, – we're going to be talking about Neo The World Ends With You, but I do want to plug real quick uh, your preview of Astria Ascending uh, for IGN. I yes. read it. Um, great job. I'm really excited about this game. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and uh yeah no dude not to get too down uh too far down the rabbit hole on that but excellent work on that man seriously i appreciate it yeah it's uh it seems to be a really good game uh it i think the thing that's going to hurt it the most is more or less like this the scale of the, t the kind of jrpg that it is um you know it's it's very i think when you get to like the chapter based dungeons it's very much the same kind of structure which um I'm not I'm not a huge fan of like you know you want that variety there um, like the puzzles right. and stuff are still different but like it's just more like all right here's this new city that focuses on this character in the uh, in the group and do do their storyline more or less um, it is but, gorgeous though man yeah the gameplay is great Oof. and uh, that game will uh, also kick your ass like there's good. you could you could good. easily die on turn before you even get to go you're just like oh good. I'm dead. <laughs> that's my kind of shit. That's my kind of shit right there. I love a challenging JRPG. Yeah. And uh, and speaking of JRPGs, we today we're going to be talking about our thoughts on Neo: The World Ends with You. Now, Cam and I have both finished the game, and I will go ahead and give a spoiler warning right here at the beginning. We will be talking about spoilers. We will be talking about the end of the game. Uh, we're going to do a dive into the characters and the uh, and also the connections, the numerous connections this game has to the one that preceded it, the original The World Ends With You. Uh, so, yes. uh, again, if you don't want to be spoiled, this is your this is your chance. Jump ship now. Um, and with that, we are going to jump into it. So, Cam, right off the bat, I want to get your thoughts on the game overall. I want to start there. Like, like as a... You were a huge fan of The World Ends With You, I believe. Um, and uh, that was a... It was a formative JRPG for a lot of people. Uh, yeah. back on Nintendo DS. I, it's one of my favorite games of all time. I want to know how you feel right off the bat about Neo The World Ends With You. Okay, so I do want to clarify. I actually uh, played The World's End With You for the first time right before Neo dropped. Um, oh, I thought you were a longtime fan. Okay. No, I was Interesting. aware of it. Yeah, no, I was aware of it. The DS is just kind of an era, uh, a platform era that I just kind of, uh, missed, you know. Okay. Um, that was when I was super into like console gaming, like specifically 360. That's when I like, that's when I lived, breathed, and died the 360. Um, uh, but you know, I was like, I gotta play. You know, I I I wanted, I was excited for the Switch port, and then I bought the Switch port day one, and I was like, oof, this is not good, and because uh, of the controls, because it's you know, um, I was like, I'll definitely give it another shot on the DS, because that's where people say that you should play it. And I played it, um, and in general, uh, for that game, uh, I think that, I don't want to say that that game is a product of its time, but I think that, like, people that play that game in 2021 aren't going to get the same, I feel like the things that people that played it when it came out, or during the DS era, uh, the things that they loved about that game. I, I don't think, because... 
you know, it was a great game for the DS. It was a great game. It was intuitive right. of its mechanics and like the touchscreen and things like that. But so at the time, I could see that game being amazing for a lot of people. But for me, when I went uh, when I went to it for the first time this year, I thought like kind of like the day to day stuff was kind of boring. I was like, I don't really want to do this. Like yada yada yada. I like the characters. I like the overarching story. But most of what I was actually doing while playing the game, I wasn't a big fan of. I thought the you know the touchpad combat stuff was cool. It was a little bit inconsistent just because of just the technology that the touchpad had. Um, overall, I thought it was a good game. Um, I just wouldn't put it on the same pedestal that I think most people would that played it when it came out. Interesting. I don't know why I thought. I don't know why I thought you were a, a long time the world ends with you fan. I must have been thinking about Kingdom Hearts because yeah, you know, Nomura but, and just completely conflated it. <laughs> yeah. Well. Yeah. I mean, you know, Neku and all of them are in uh, Dream Drop Distance, which is when I got my first exposure to them. So, yeah. So, with, uh, yeah, uh, no, yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. But when it comes to Neo, I, when I first played, when I first started this game, I was like, it clicked really hard for me. I was super into it. I loved, like, I was like, it had all the quality of life improvements that I think that it needed to have compared to the first game. I thought the new battle system was really cool. I still, I did throughout the entirety of the game. Um, I would probably say it it was probably leading up to the halfway point in the game where things kind of got a little choppy. Like it kind of got a little inconsistent in quality. Like there, there were certain days where I was just like, wow, I don't, why are we doing this? I don't know why this is important. This feels like a lot, like a lot of filler, you know, while like, I think like the first half of the game, basically once you get beat, once beat joins your team, like leading up to beat joining your team, I think the game, just get like is on this really high climb and then like a few days after beat joins your team i want to say like day four or five in week two it just kind of gets a little bit inconsistent and i um uh among other things that get into the late game um but overall um i really love this game i'm uh very happy that i was like i made it uh so that i played this game when it came out like day one um, I don't know if I would say it's my game of the year at this point, but it's definitely like in my top three. It's definitely in my top three. It'll be in the conversation, essentially, when we start, me, when we start talking about that stuff. For me, yes. For most people, I don't think so, because that's just kind of the reality that, you know, as you know, me and you being big, big JRPG people, you know, it's, some of those, it's yeah. sometimes that you, uh, something that you have to think about every once in a while. It's like, right. even though JRPGs, are, we, we love JRPGs, it's still a niche genre. <laughs> not a lot of people play jrpgs in the grand scheme of things so like you know and that's something i was talking to uh, some other people about um i don't want to go on a huge tangent but i feel like jrpgs have to be like perfect more or less to even get in the conversation of game of the year when it comes to things like you know like the two jrpgs that got into conversation about game of the year last gen was persona 5 and Final Fantasy VII Remake. And I agree that those are the two best JRPGs to come out last gen. But there were so many other ones that I definitely think should have been in the conversation right. that just weren't even being talked about. And it's really, mean, yeah. it's, it's really just, it's just really upsetting to someone whose like, favorite genre is JRPGs. 
So, you know, I, I, I want to touch on something you said about um, parts of the game being choppy from a pacing perspective. Uh, I and I'm speaking as somebody who loved the game. Like, like I love, I loved this game. Yeah, I loved almost every minute of this game. I want to agree with you, and and I'm kind of kind of like focus on the back end of the game here real, real quick. But sure, man, was it me or did like the last couple days in week three really drag on a lot longer than they needed to? Um, yeah, like like I found myself at, at one point, and it was uh it was actually the the last day of week three. I, I was like, Jesus, I'm like you know I'm I'm over forty hours into the game. I love this game, but I am ready to see this story to completion now. And also because I've got other games that I need to be playing so I can talk about them. And, um, man, like, I, I figured the final boss wasn't going to be Sheba, uh, the, you know, the Reaper uh, yeah, uh, the game master. But at the same time, dude, it's like, you know, I figured he was, at, I figured like you'd fight him and then you'd fight something else and that was it, right? But I feel like you fight him and then you play for like another three yeah, hours. Yeah. And when I'm you like, have to keep going back and yeah. forth. Yeah. And, and that's, that's another thing that really kind of broke the pacing up for me in a way that I didn't like was uh, Rindo's time travel ability. Yeah. Um, you know, once or twice, like, you know, a couple times, but, but dude, there were, there were uh, some days you were going back. Like like ten, it felt like ten, eleven times to different, different dates, and I'm like, dude, like, okay, yep. like, can I just change my fate now? Like, yeah, I, I mean, yeah. oh my <laughs> yeah. god, yeah, <laughs> like, for real, jeez, come for on, let me, like, let me change it, like, and I think, I and I, I I agree with you, like, and I I feel like this is something the first, the first game also didn't do well was was pacing, um. And and I I feel like you know for as many improvements on the on the on the overall formula as the neo as neo the world ends with you makes and we're, we will get into those um, I feel like that 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 is the one big glaring thing that I was looking for carried over from the first game and I don't feel like they addressed it in fact I feel like it was worse I definitely do not think the pacing was worse in this game the first like like the first world ends with you. I was fighting to beat that game. I was literally like, I just had to push my mentality. I'm like, this I, this game's coming out, this next game's coming out in a week. And I need, I'm like halfway through the game. I was like, you just got to push, Cam. You just got to push. Because um, again, like, it's really just the day-to-day -day stuff. That I'm just, I just did not care. I was like, why? Like, you know, I think, I think the sense of world building that they do in this game is done a lot better compared to the original where I'm like, there's these like characters that you like you run into and they're not really relevant anymore. And like, I don't know, like, and I think the ones that were relevant, relevant, we saw them again in this game. We saw the Prince. Like I was like, that's cool. Right. Like, I remember the Prince. He was a distinct character that I, you know, that was in the first game, but like all these other people. And I was like, I don't know. Like, I don't know why we're doing this with you guys. And like what you, what, your significance does to the overall story um but i agree with you that yeah the 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 change your fate stuff was it, the, I mean, it got <laughs> it got downright excruciating yeah time and the, the, like, the, the rules for like they weren't there were no real rules on what they yeah. could do as i have like it was like if they he couldn't do it again it was just for the sake of the plot like oh i can't yep. do it again like yeah you There's know? no reason he can't do it again. He just can't yeah. do it again. So. Yeah, exactly. Um, and that's the thing with like time travel. It's just like, you know, we 
we we saw what time travel did to Kingdom Hearts. Uh, don't don't introduce time travel into your into uh, your games unless it's like a like the main core mechanic of like your enti- the entire game, which I would not say that this is you know no not at all because like fred has i was surprised run- to see it there at all i was like oh we're, yeah. we're time traveling okay um yeah because fred has his like remind right. ability yeah and then nagi has the dive uh ability beat has like this this like the sound speed thingy where you know um and uh speaking of these abilities i th- there's one thing that i want to talk about that um this game, like, I, I wish this game either got a full voice acted script, yes, or nothing at all, because yes. because they reused so many lines, so many times. Like, if I have to hear the the sentence "Pardon the intrusion" again, I was gonna, I, yeah. I was going to just go crazy because just <laughs> onward I dive, like yeah, over onward I dive, yeah. I'm just like, <laughs> like okay, stop, like. like you, you have more than two lines, please. Like, well, you know, this game does something that um, that another game that I love does that irritated the shit out of me, and that is Octopath Traveler. And there is nothing I love almost everything about Octopath Traveler. It's my favorite JRPG from last gen. But what Octopath Traveler and Neo: The World Ends with You does it just drives me out of my mind. Is when I am reading text bubbles between two between two characters. And they'll say something arbitrary that doesn't mesh up at all with what's in the text bubble. Like, for example, if Rindo says... Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah like, for example, yeah. if Rindo says, hey, Beat, I think that's a good idea. You're like, that's what he says in its text bubble. But what you hear Rindo say in your headphones is actually, yeah, that's great. And I'm like, don't stop doing that. Like, I, I cannot stand it when games <laughs> do that. Like, yeah. like, I, like you said, either voice the characters all the way or, or just don't. Like yeah, and, I, I mean, and, and, come and, on. And to be fair, like, I don't think, I personally don't think that if if Nomura wasn't attached to this game, like he is almost every Square Enix game, uh, I don't think that we would have seen a sequel for this game. So I think I, that I we're, think you're probably I right. Think, I think we're very lucky. I, regardless, even if the Nomura thing is true, I just think we're very lucky to get this sequel. And I think that this was like a chance that Square Enix took on the fan base to be like, hey, you said you wanted a sequel. Or some people didn't even want a sequel. Some people were just like, yo, this is just a great one-off JRPG. But like, hey, here's a sequel. If you really like this series, support it, and then maybe we'll get another one in the future, you know? Like, in the way the game ended, I honestly don't think there will be another World Ends With You. But I, because I liked how it ended. I think it closed up everything very nicely. Yep. There are some things that I wish that they touched upon a little bit more from uh, more, more like the the original cast, um, because uh, that was another thing. Like, you know, they made it so obvious that the person at the computer was rhyme the like for right. the entire yeah. game. I'm like, just introduce her already it's rhyme just we know bring it's her into the yeah. story like don't like we we see the hat we know that's what she looks like like <laughs> and it's it's the same it's... thing with beat it's like we know that's not neku stop trying to convince me that's neku that's not yeah. Neku. like y- yeah. like it's clearly beat <laughs> i mean i mean you know we're not dumb um I, I, i'll tell you what though it sounds to anybody listening to this it sounds like we're down to the game we're not we're just getting the bad stuff out of the way because yeah. i feel like this this game does so much more right than it does wrong and Absolutely. and 
I want to talk about the battle system because it's just such an absolute fucking joy it's to play. It's so cool. And it like and you know, Cam, in a weird way, it kind of reminds me. I don't know if you ever played Valkyrie Profile for the PlayStation. I um, haven't. But I, oh, here's the thing. I haven't, but I've played Indivisible, which is similar. It's the in its yeah. Mechanics. It's very similar. So um, I know what you're talking about. And and like I I kind of got shades of that. Uh, from the because uh, you know everything every every one of your pins is mapped to a specific button on the controller, yes. Um, and you wouldn't think it, but there is so much room for strategy when you, oh, when, you yeah. when, when, when you set up your battle system like that. And I made it a point to I made it a point to gather as many noise to me as possible, just because I fucking loved the battle system so much. It's so much fun. There are literally hundreds of pins to pick from, and I found myself just. Oh, yeah giddily experimenting with all of them uh, and going out of my way to do the side stuff so I could unlock more Uber pins to equip. Oh, yeah. Um, and, dude, but by the time, and you know, spoiler alert, by the time you're at the end of the game and you have Rindo and Fret and Nagi and Beat and, you know, uh, Shoka and, uh, and Neku, <coughs> dude, it, I mean, it just becomes such a glorious, chaotic mess. Uh, with every yeah. battle, and you and like you, you've got to watch which pins are running out, which pins are filling back up, and it, it's there's a strategic element to it that I was not expecting, and I'm so glad, I'm so glad that it's there. I mean, it, go and speak on it, man. I just I I loved everything about the battle system. Yeah, the battle system's great. It evolves uh, really well throughout the game, and I you're right about the pins because like in the first game, when I got the pins that I liked, because the touchpad was so like finicky, right? That I was just like, once I found ones that I liked, I was like, these are the ones I'm sticking with yeah, for the rest of the them. game. Um, and when it came to, uh, so when it, but when it came to this one, like based off how the battle system was designed, I was continuously changed. Like once I leveled up a pin and it didn't evolve, I'm like, all right, let's try a different pin. And like, and when you find like that right synergy with all these different pins and just how the like uh, the uh, what oh what's it called. Basically, when the bar, the, the circle bar is going. Yeah, it's the little, right. Yeah, I don't yeah, know what you're like, talking about. Yeah, where you uh, gain percentage to your. Uh, to oh, your, yeah, uh, it's the, uh, the the beat meter or the. Yeah, the beat meter. Yeah. Yeah, yeah something like that. Um, it was just really, really great. And just as more people come groove. up. It was the groove meter. Groove. Yeah, yeah, the groove. Yeah, and then you get to like 200. You can get to 200% and 300%. It's just like. Uh, it's so so good. Um, and there's, I would dude, say, w when you get to three hundred percent, you just rain fire on the battlefield. It's yeah. so satisfying. It's so good. And um, I, I would say like I didn't experiment all the way uh, throughout the game because I think that once week three starts, it's kind of like all right, you kind of need to. You don't really get many new pins, and, and it's just like more or less the ones that work for you are the ones right. you're probably gonna see to uh, through the end. Um, and so, uh, I, I, yeah, I really, really liked, uh, all the, the pins and the combat and, um, yeah, it's, it, it's just great. And I, the thing that <clears throat> I wish, so, so, um, outside, like outside of the combat, the thing that I, I this isn't like, uh, I don't want to keep saying bad things about the game. Cause again, I really like this game. Um, but another thing was I I just I think the worst part of this game which we kind of already ta talked about is that the plot a lot of the cool things that happen in the plot 
are just like convenient like just convenience like when neku shows up it's just like you could have shown up at any time dog like you know yeah like why are you showing up now valid yeah the explanation that they gave i was just like i don't buy that i'm sorry no it's like well it's like well it's essential like plot contrivances the game like yeah yeah no um yeah go ahead go no go no no no, please 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 go ahead cam i didn't mean to cut you off yeah but but one of the things that uh i real uh, and this is the thing also that was the most frustrating thing for me um playing through the original which i hoped that they fixed in this game but they didn't is that like once you get to week three or arguably like the end of week two like the last like bot i I wouldn't say that for neil so yeah beginning of week three the game just gets significantly harder. I was going to say this. Cam, I'm so glad you brought this up because this like, was my next point. And that's what the that's what the first game did. I remember, like, I was just like, why is this so hard? I was just, like, killing these noise in, like, seconds. And Dude, now I'm the fighting... fucking sharks, Cam. The fucking sharks. The I didn't really sharks. have issues with the sharks, Dude. but I know that you did. Dude, I, like, I've, I don't know what it was about those sharks with me, but... No, I'm so glad you brought this up, Cam, because I was going to ask you, at what point did you realize that you needed a healing pin because you kept dying? Like, Yeah, it was week three. Dude, the first first wall I ran into, like I was kind of coasting. The first wall I ran into was was for fucking Minamimoto and his noise form. Um, Oh, yeah. It be, when he keeps summoning that armor and I'm like, oh my god, would you just fucking stop doing that? And uh, him and then uh, Service Cantus, which is the noise yeah. form of um, uh, Susukichi. Dude, like, and, and don't get me wrong, like, like, dude, the boss fights are some of the best parts about this game. They're big and they're full of spectacle. They're flashy. Yeah. But god damn are some of the, like, I wanted to pull my fucking hair out with some of these some of these endgame boss fights. Um, yeah. I, and, and strangely enough, I didn't have. I like. I thought Sheba was one of the easiest fights in the game. I didn't have a lot of problems yeah. with Sheba. Um, yeah, Sheba wasn't that that bad. But I, I do. Can I say that uh, the final boss, the uh, the Phoenix Cantus boss, has some of the coolest fucking boss music I have ever encountered. Um, yeah, it's it's really cool, and the design was really cool as well. It's I, such I, an like epic fight, all of, boss, like yeah. overall, dude. It's just yeah, a really it, epic it, fight. It was. It was. Uh, it was big. Uh, it was big Kingdom Hearts. Um, it really like, was final boss vibes. Like it really when I, when, was when we were in that last room, I was like, "Oh, this is Kingdom Hearts two versus Zemnis." Yeah, fight, basically, you know, instead of a white room, you're in a black room. You're in a black just... room, and there's a huge phoenix. Yeah, yeah, it was and great. but no, dude, I agree with. Like, I there was a point when I just made Nagi. <clears throat> excuse me, I just made Nagi my dedicated healer because I was like, I. Like I can't get like I know that if you uh, if you are able to get your groove meter up to three hundred and use your attack, it heals you. But I, I had trouble consistently doing that, especially when you're fighting those plague noise, which are we're, we're fucking. I I not the biggest fan of the plague noise just because they're irritating to fight. Um, but I found myself needing a dedicated healer because dude, I I was I just kept dying. I and and, and to yep. be honest, like you know. I, I, I I'm not gonna sit here and say the game is cheap. It, it's not, but what it what it does is it forces you to. It, I I feel like in that regard, the battle system kind of tunnels you down a certain. Be like, okay, this is still a JRPG. You still need a dedicated healer, and and you know, I was I I was kind of hoping to, 
I was kind of hoping to move past that. But at the same time, that's also partial on me because I feel like I just wasn't good enough. No, I, dude, I'm telling you, like, when I got to week three, it just got so it got hard real out of nowhere. Hard, dude. It got and, real and hard. I would, and because I knew that, like, I was trying to finish up the game in, like, the next few days. I was like, don't do this to me. Don't make me have to grind yeah. and get better pins or, like, level up. Like, don't do this to me. Yep. Um, so, but thankfully I was able to get, to get through it. So, um, and, uh, w one thing that I, I didn't mind, like, I didn't mind this. I would have not liked it in a, in a lesser game, but I didn't mind it here because I love the combat so much is <coughs> locking a lot of quality of life improvements behind side quests. Um, and realizing that, you know, if, for example, there's something like, you know, if you want to unlock easy mode or hard mode, or if there was an Uber pin that you want to unlock and you had missed one single side quest earlier in the game, you had to do that time travel stuff and go all the way back there and play up until the point uh, that where, where you could do that side quest and unlock it. Like, I, I'm glad that they give you, I mean, so technically there's nothing missable in the game and I do appreciate that. But at the same time, I'm never a fan of like for example the ability for your pins to, you know, like you know your 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 trash pins to just be yeah. converted into money like why do i have yeah. to unlock that like that yeah like in the big scheme of things is it really that big of a deal well no but at the same time why do i have to unlock easy mode like i mean yeah. why why can't i just you know and and, and, you, and and at that point you start getting into like you know accessibility issues and stuff like that you, you know which i was for me kind of like whatever like you know i I don't mind doing it, but I also don't understand why that was there. Um, mm. But uh, you know, dude, I also I want to touch on the on the characters. Um, yeah, uh, you know, I I really like. Um, okay, so I really like Rindo. I really like. I do I, too. Uh, I really like Rindo. I I really like Fret. Uh, I and Nagi. I like the core team of of yeah. Rindo, Fret, and Nagi. I don't feel like. I don't feel like Rindo was as initially compelling as Neku was, but he definitely showed a lot more depth than I was expecting later on in the game. Yeah. Um uh yeah. Fred is Fred was just a fucking joy. Like he's my favorite character in yeah. the game. Um uh Nagi I think was a uh, was a Nagi was a really well done character that kind of I really I really appreciated the move away from some of those you know anime girl tropes in JRPGs that we I, I find kind of tiring. Um, so she was really cool. I need to talk about Beat's voice, Cam. Thank I, I, you. I, I need to talk about. Oh my god! I, I thought to, I was like, I was I was thinking about this. I was like, man, I feel like this is such a random thing to bring up, but I was just like, no, it's not. Because when I when I heard Beat's voice for the first time, I was like. Is that the same voice actor? Like, and I looked it up, and it was, or, or no, I think it was. Um, I it wasn't on like behind the voice actors yet, so I was just like, it, "Is I, it the same voice actor?" And then I, I and I, I I waited for the credits, and I was like, "That was the same guy," and it sounded nothing like him. Not only that, but I was like, "Dude, my first thought when Beat opened his mouth, my first thought was, why did they write down?" urban street lingo that somebody picked up from Twitter and gave it to a 50 year old white man to read. Like, like I, I, I was just like, it, it's not that the voice acting was bad. It just, it doesn't suit his character at all. And I, I was like, man, like what? It, like it, it dude, every time beat opened his mouth, it just kind of took me out of it a little bit. Um, be, because it's it just, and there was something about like, 
like I can't believe I I did not know until you told me that that was the same guy. Um, yeah, it is, and that blows my fucking mind. He sound was it me or did he sound like thirty years older than than Beat really is? Like, am I fucking crazy or or did I just his? Thought, I I don't even know if it's an age thing. He just, it just sounded different. It just sounded off. Like, and like the regarding your like his dialogue, like. I think, yeah, that in this game, he has a lot of slang just for the sake of it being slang instead right. of it being like in the first game where he uses slang, but it feels like natural and not It didn't forced. feel genuine um, here. That's that that's the yeah. problem. Yeah. It felt yeah. forced. Um, yeah. I, I agree with that. And that's something I also had. I was also kind of curious about with uh, with Neku because when I heard because. Yes. When Neku came in, I was just like. Why is his voice this is so like, deep? <laughs> well, like, yeah, it's like, wh why is his voice so deep? And also, I was just like, this doesn't, like, th this character doesn't feel like Neku to me. Like, I feel like right. that he was just uh, too much of a yes man, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like, he, he was just like, yep, yep. let's do it. Yep. All right. Yep, let's do it. It's like, uh, you know, and I know that, like, you know... I would say that, like, The World Ends With You is definitely a, for a lack of a better comparison, like, a character study, but as a video game instead of a movie where it's, like, you know, everything focuses around Neku in a real way that it's just, like, you're talk you're thinking more about, like, the morals and the the kind of, the real, like, character growth that that one character had. Um, in a way that I don't think other JRPGs do, if that makes sense. Does that no, make sense it makes perfect you, uh, sense. Do you, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, and I feel like that the end results of... I feel like that there's something that happened between the end of The World Ends With You to... Like, even in, in the, uh, the the new remix content that helped set up Neo, like, Neku was still Neku. Right. You know, he I, still I, had spunk. He still had attitude. In this one, he's just like he's yes. so chill, yes. and and yeah, and, and, like... and and it's not like him at all. And I agree with I know exactly what you're saying. I thought the same thing. I was like, did 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 something happen in Neku's life off screen that that we have not been made aware of? Um, because because you're right. Like, not only did I feel like, and and this is a small like this this particular thing is a small this is a small thing. Like I. I don't I I felt like not only his did his voice not match what I was seeing in that character but his whole attitude had his it, it was like his entire persona had had been I don't know I guess tamped down um he just you know I mean he he had only I mean he was still what 18 years old like like he and he he was talking like a like you know oh, you know I'm 35 years old and I've seen some shit man and it's like it just it it didn't it didn't fit his character at all, um, and, and and I'm not saying like his his characterization was was bad or anything, but but there was something off about the performances for Beat and Neku that just really didn't sit right with me. Um, yeah, and and I I just you know whether it's it's it Beat sounding like he was just you know like like you know the writing and the voice acting was just trying way too hard. And and uh, Neku 
just kind of completely going through this this sea change in his personality was a little jarring for me. So I I completely understand yeah. where you're coming from. And I you know I looked it up and like both both I know definitely the guy who voices Beat is a he is you know a consistent film uh film a voice actor like he mm -hmm. he voiced Jet in Avatar: The Last Airbender like he's been doing voice actor work for a while I forgot about Neku so I don't uh, Neku's voice actor so I don't want to like say like that verbatim but but I feel like at the end of the day this was probably just a voice direction issue where yeah. whoever was the voice director for this game just missed the mark with these two characters um I, or like i think with beat you could argue it, it it was the dialogue the writing um but like yeah just something it, it, and it could be the same case for neku because again like neku was very much like a yes man like just kind of like go with the flow like we'll see what happens type thing outside of like because even with like when he told told neku uh when rindo told neku about his time travel power yes like hmm yeah he was like I he think, was like i don't think you, you shouldn't like, do that again you should do that and then and he does it. it again and he's like did you do it again and and yeah, it's like yeah wait yeah he's just that's like, your oh, reaction you know, sometimes you gotta do what you gotta do and, and he's like, like you're right rindo even though i told you not to do that thing again yeah and it's like yeah i i i thought that same shit man i was like what you, why are you not mad? You just told him not to do that. Like, yeah, I'd, what, what, what's going on? Um, I, yeah. I, yeah, I'm right there with you, dude. Um, but you go ahead, oh, buddy. Um, but yeah, yeah, yeah. But out, but outside of that, there were there were some like cool things that I really liked. Like, I like how we found out that the uh, the Gato fashion line was Shiki's fashion line. Yes, like, that was something that, that was, was like, really, cool. really, really cool. That was really cool, and it made sense because like the 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 meow meow was, um, was you know the Gato line, and, and that's what Shoko wore, and like that I was like, oh, that makes sense. Why that would? Because I remember even when I saw the character art, I was like, why is she wearing a mew like a meow meow uh, hoodie like a onesie? Like that doesn't make sense to me, you know. And but then they it's like, oh, it's Shiki's fashion line. I was like, that was really cool. And then we find like you know something that I think that like a lot of people. Uh, that especially those that like played the original like way back when we're waiting for is that we finally see Shiki as her normal self. Yes. Like, you know, and that was that was really, really cool. That was super I was, cool. You know, even for me, I was just like, show us what she looks like. Yeah. You know what I mean? That was and that super was kind cool. of the, and those were kind of the things that I wish that they touched upon more. Like, I know that this was Rindo's story, but I do feel like that there could have been a little bit more. Um, just a little bit more conversations between Shiki and Neku and like, you know, the, the, the four, the four of them, uh, of the OG crew and just kind of talk, like even talking about like what has happened since the events of the first game and like just things like that, that I think that, um, just kind of like that fan service that I right. think that people, um, wanted. Cause like, it was great that like Neku and beat were like in your party and like, rhyme like played a role and shiki played a role like at the end of the game um i and i did i, I did love the fact that we that neku and shiki got that i they got i, I feel like their closure was good right like i feel like yeah. they're like like in in, in in that specific instance that was really touching to see uh shiki you know after years of waiting for neku um he's finally back and uh but again yeah, that was good but again that like goes back to your point it's like well 
why didn't you just come back earlier? <laughs> like, I mean, we could have really used your help, dog. You know, like, yeah. But, you know, th- there is something that I wanted to bring up. Um, sure. And it's, you know, it was a genuine surprise to me when we learned who Swallow was. Um, because, yes. Because I, and that was a pleasant surprise because I was expecting it to be Neku. Um, and I thought, okay. So for a while, I thought it was, ne- at first, I thought it was Neku. And then I thought it was, and then for the like longest time, I thought it was Rhyme. Interesting. Yeah, I like, yeah, I could see I, that. I I just thought that like it had to, like I was like okay, it has to be someone in the original cast because they're not playing the game. Yeah, that's what it made me think. You know what I mean? Um, and I didn't really like put two and two together that like after Shoka joined the group, he wasn't getting any. I didn't more think about that either her. until after I realized I, who it was. It, yeah, yeah, exactly. So it's just like, and I think at around the same time, that was when Rhyme was saying like, all right, I'm going to Shibuya. Like, so that seemed like, you know, so that also could have worked, you know? Yeah. But um, I, 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 I mean, I am, I am so glad I was not the only one who was genuinely surprised by that. I was. And I, I, and was. I am so like, that was satisfying to me. I'm so glad it wasn't like Neku or Rhyme or, you know, because that like, those are like, the, and you and I thought that because those are the super obvious choices, right? Um, and doubly so actually with Ryan when you think about it because you keep seeing those scenes of her sitting at her computer um, and it's like okay well she's it's either her or Neku right who's got to be swallowed but no it was Shoka and um, uh, which is cool because Shoka is a great character uh, it's, and, um, and, and and that was just it was, it was I loved the ending uh, like that closure you get with Rindo with and Shoka it was so yeah. It, it it felt it was the most genuine exchange in the entire game. Just these, and it just felt like op- optimistic, optimistic, it, like a very optimistic. It, it had that touch of like you know teen awkwardness, where like you know we don't really know, we don't know what's going to come next for us. You know, like what we we both, both. really like each other, but how, we don't really know how to say it yet. Um, yeah, it, it was, and that part to me was was the most genuine conversation in the entire game um which which yeah. kind of like ties this all together right like like we talk about sequels right like you know you talked about the fact that we're lucky and i agree with you that we're probably lucky we got a sequel at all till the world ends with you um i don't feel like we're gonna get one for neo the world ends with you and i i'm not sure i want one i feel like this ended things i in a satisfactory agree. manner i agree i agree i, I, I um yeah yeah, yeah, and something I, I also want to mention, another really good, like, uh, good theory about um, who Swallow could have been is Joshua, because Joshua does show up Joshua in the game. Joshua does show up at the beginning. It, it, and yeah. and he, not only does he show up in at the end of the game, he shows up at the very beginning of the game, too. He does. Because yes. the, the person who hands Rindo the pin. Uh, his phone. Or his phone. And the pin. Yeah, the pin. His yeah, phone yeah. is Joshua. Joshua. It's you Joshua. You see his leg. You see his pants. You see his legs. And you, you just immediately. Because that's the thing with these characters, right? Is that, like, their designs are so, like, it, it, it represents their characters. Um, and I think that the when when I saw the shoes and I saw it, I was like, that's Joshua. Um, you know, he's going to show up. And so it could have been, it could have made sense because he's also not a player and he's like the composer, but he doesn't really meddle with things. You know, that's how he just kind of runs Shibuya. He's just like, all right, let's see how things turn out, you know? Um, like, un- like, unless things 
hit the biggest of fans, which even in the situation that was at the end of the game, wasn't enough for him to be like, all right, we're stopping this. He like, you know, yeah. he, uh, he showed up at the end of the game, like being like, you know, I'm the composer. Like I almost had to intervene, but y'all took care you guys, of things. You guys and, like, got it. You're fine. Like, so, and, yeah, and, and it, since we're talking about the end of the game and, and we're talking about you know, like, you know, characters like Joshua and, and, you know, and you know, the Reapers, I, I, can I say something about Kubo real quick? Um, sure. one, like, what? Wh- okay. <laughs> like, this is a small thing, but Kubo is a Japanese man. Like, why does he have like a thick New York gangster act? Like I, that, that I was like, what, why is he talking like that? Like, you know, what are you yeah. talking about? And I'm like, Oh God. Like it gave me, you remember that dude from resident evil five. I can't remember his name, but that's super annoying that super annoying guy in the three P or in like in the three P suit running around talking in a really thick, uh, like Italian mafioso accent. Like I like, you're like on it. You're like on his boat. Later yes. In the game. Yes. That guy. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. yeah. I'm a businessman with standards and I'm like, why is Kubo talking like that? But, but I am, I was a little like, I hated like Kubo was an effective character in because I hated him. Like he did his job. He got me to hate him. Yeah. I, I was really yeah. disappointed we didn't get to fight him personally. Um, I feel like that was a miss. I really wanted to fight him, and and you he, he just kind of like his whole arc just kind of like just gets obliterated. <laughs> like I mean he gets he gets erased to the point where nobody can remember yeah. him. And yeah, I got exercise. Yeah, right? exercise. That's, that's, that's what it's called. And I I feel like he was an effective villain, and I feel like his arc just ended so abruptly that it, it was a little, it was kind of unsatisfactory for me because I, I, I like when you have a great villain, like you, you really need that in my opinion. Anyway, you, you really, um, hold on a minute. Oh, sorry, somebody's calling me. Uh, you really need that catharsis of, of you're like, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to pound this guy's face. And like in, like in final fantasy six, when you finally get to Kafka, you're like, I'm ready to fucking destroy you. Um, and I, I feel like, I didn't get that with Kubo, and it's not the biggest deal in the world. But at the same time, I feel like that w- that was a missed opportunity because what we got after that, what like, I I don't I can't remember the guy the, the guy who comes down and you show him around Shibuya. Um, oh, what, what was his? Um, he's the one who he's the he's the guy who exercised him. right. Um, that guy I can't remember his it name. Starts with, doesn't it start with, with like an, an H, N or something with an like H. that? Starts with an H. An H. Um, I. Huh. Han, uh, I'm gonna remember it at like three yeah. o'clock in the morning. Um, yeah, yeah, I'm gonna wake up and be like, "That's about. who it was." But, but like, you showed him around, and again, like, this is a pacing issue, right? Going back to those pacing issues we're talking about, I'm like, "Why, why am I doing this? Like, why am I sh-? like?" And I, you know, this guy kind of comes down. You don't really have a whole lot of context as to who he is. He doesn't have a lot of screen time, and then, <clears throat> and, you know, Phoenix Cantus is a is a really cool boss fight, but. It's like one of those. Do you remember in Final Fantasy IX when like Necron comes down and you're like, "Who the fuck is?" I haven't played Final Fantasy IX. I know, John. Okay. I'm getting. I'm gonna get to it. Well, so I just spoiled the shit out of it for you. But I actually, actually no, 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 it's okay. It, it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. But but yeah, essentially in Final Fantasy, like like it does one of those JRPG things where it's like you've got the villain the whole way through, and at the very end of the game, it's like, but. Here's this final boss out of absolutely nowhere, and you know, the, you know, the Phoenix was a really cool fight, but at the same time, I, I don't feel like I feel like it was kind of a cop out, 
in a way. It's like, oh, it's just a bunch of noise that 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 clumped together. And it, it, what's interesting about this is that Nomura did an, it was Nomura or somebody else, but they did an interview, and that guy you were showing around Shibuya was originally going to be the final boss, which is why he had the phoenix on his jacket. Um, he, Interesting. He was going to be he was going to be the guy who takes that you know that phoenix cantus form, but for whatever reason they decided to just make it a bunch of noise that kind of clumped together and became the phoenix and i feel like once i learned that i feel like that would have been a little more satisfactory you know um it's it's one of those things that like i feel like if that did happen it would be kind of a similar uh final boss as the world ends with you right you know what i mean that like i wouldn't you know because the main threat still at the end of the day for the first game was joshua um right. that like if they did that, they, it's basically just oh, we're doing it again, but we're turning it up to eleven. Like this is like, I can this see is that. Like the the upper like this is uh, Josh's higher up, basically. I can you see know that. What I mean, I can see um, that. That it, I don't think it would be super compelling, but I, I I liked that part because it showed that there's there's still more to this world that we didn't know. Like you know, Joshua being the composer like there's still someone higher on the food chain you know what i mean that's a good point um, there's a lot of and, lore that we still like like you're we're, like you don't learn until the very like oh shit there's somebody higher than joshua what the fuck um like, i mean yeah yeah <laughs> and you know i gotta ask you it like I, I i don't i generally don't jive with numbered scores for things um sure but if but if you had to drop a number out of 10 like sure where are you you know i've been like i've been thinking about it uh a lot um if you if you asked me like leading up to like the halfway halfway point of like week two i would give the i would have gave that this game a nine mm. um I, I i like i think i think it was again like there was like nothing i had issue with leading up to that point in the game um but then when you get to the second half where there's the kind of like plot, con like, you know, the plot conveniences and like, um, the, the, uh, God, the, what am I, uh, what am I the thinking pacing. about? Um, the, yeah, the, well, yeah, the pacing, um, just, just so many things. Oh yeah. And then just like the voice line starting to yes. repeat too much. I'm like, oh my gosh, we need some variety. Onward here, I know. die. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Pardon the intrusion. Pardon, like, I'm just like, like yo. I, I can't. I, you know what? I'm not going to pardon you anymore for this shit. Like, yeah. Fucking... Um, you, you know, and like, you know, there. I wish there was a little bit more variety in like the side quests, but I still think the side quests were fun. Yeah. Um, you know, because um, I'm not like one of those people that's like all side quests need to be super different to, to be like a fantastic game. Like as long as like the con like the actual content is like interesting and builds upon the world then i'm then i'm cool then i think that's great yeah. um so it, it's one of those things where i would probably give it an eight out of ten if i had to um i think that's a solid fair number um i know rebecca you know who's uh uh who used to be a, a part of um stgc um she gave it a seven at ign and i can see why i can see why um it is relatively repetitive when it comes to the gameplay and i think that that is a fair a fair criticism to make but for me like if the gameplay is continuously fun i don't care right <laughs> you know yeah, what i mean exactly um so 
yeah i would say i would say um i would say i would give it an eight i think eight is a solid number and again like i think that like um outside of uh, a couple of games that i can think off off the top of my head it's like right there at my like top of my game of the year list right now i, I um yeah so I, I you know i'm i'm i think i'm pretty much where you at like like when we're talking game of the year stuff like i am sure this will be in the conversation for me personally um i, I knock against it and and you know this is i i ask myself the same question every time i finish a jrpg and it's because like you, this is my favorite genre. Um, I ask myself, will I play this again? Um, and honestly, the jury's out on that one. I'd like, I, I really loved my time with it. I don't know if this is a game I, I would replay. Um, simply because like, the payoff is great at the end, but but week three is just... I mean, let's face it. It's a slog. And... And I feel like the I feel like the game at the end went on ten hours longer than it needed to, and I I just you know I don't know if I want to sit through that again. Um, so you know unless, until I can answer that question, would I play it again? Um, I I'm not a hundred percent on on exactly where I stand on this. But what I will say is that um, I I did love mo- almost all almost all my time with the game, uh, aside from some you know some rather glaring issues that i think you know have been for according to what i've seen pretty uniform across the review spectrum um yeah i mean i mean i, th- I think i mean reb's review talked about a lot of the stuff uh that you and i have talked about um it, you know and and uh, and also i feel like at times this game was kind of afraid to forge its own identity um this game really relied on a lot on the events of the, of the world ends with you, which is fine. Oh yeah. But at the same time, like I I, I don't know if I don't know if people asked you this, but I I do know that I got a few people asking me, John, is this a good jumping in jump? Is this a good place to jump into? No. And I'm like, no, absolutely not. No. Like no, like like not. this is one of those games. Like this is not Final Fantasy. Like like you absolutely need to play the world ends with you before you play this game. Like I, it's, it's not like, it's not a question. And I feel like, <clears throat> I feel like not including like a five or 10 minute, like recap of the story at the beginning of the game, like an op, you know, like how mass effect two did. Um, yeah. like I, I feel that would have changed my opinion on whether or not you need to play the first game. But without that, yeah, you, you will be lost in the sauce. If you, if you start here, um, and and I, I I I never, I'm never a fan of a sequel leaning this heavily on a on a predecessor without giving some kind of recap, um, and they just don't do yeah. that. Yeah, and so there are two things I want to mention. Um, first thing is like that's a, that this is something I actually meant to mention when I uh, talked about me playing through the world ends with you. I finished that game solely because I am a JRPG enthusiast yep. and I want to be able to say I played this game to the end, I rolled credits on it, I experienced the whole I'm thing. I'm the same way. If I if I asked anyone else, hey, uh, or if someone asked me like, hey, do I need to play The World Ends With You to play Neo? I'm like, no, watch cutscenes. Watch the cutscenes. You do not need to play this game. I For me, like again, like the day-to-day stuff, I was just like, I, it, it's not doing much for me, especially with Neo's gameplay being completely like you know the pins right. are still there, but the actual mechanics are different. There's really no reason to or, play the world. You know what? You. I, you know what? To, to build up that point, Cam, watch the anime. Like like, I heard the anime is actually really I, bad. I, really? 
Oh, that sucks. I heard that it's I yeah from people that like love the world's end, ends with you. Um, that I know personally, they said that they skip a lot of important story stuff in that. Oh, that in the oh, anime, that's a shame. That's which a sucks, shame. Um, but, but yeah, it's like watch watch. You actually make a really good point and, about the cutscenes, yeah. though. You actually and Cam's right. I guess a better way to say it would be you don't necessarily need to go play the game, but you absolutely need to watch the cutscenes because if you're not familiar with characters like Beat and you're gonna be like, who the fuck is Beat and why do I care? Like, yeah, like you know, or like why is Neku legendary? Like, I don't. There's there's no exposition given as to what these characters went through, um, and yeah. so and I feel like that that was a major. I was surprised actually, Cam, that they didn't include like even just like a. A short little scroll of text been like you know it's been three years since you know the shinjuku reapers game and you know blah 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 like i that was a little weird for me um yeah and um it's an because another thing is that like uh because i saw Jana garcia she tweeted out like you know I, i'm playing through the like i'm trying to get more into jrpgs because she's trying to like you know get into the genre and i've been trying like uh neo the world ends with you and i was just like yeah, if you haven't played the sequel, oh boy. that's fourteen years, or the original that's fourteen years old at this point. This is not a good jumping in not point for JRPGs. All. Like that is not, you know. And also the thing is, like Square hasn't really made it the original that accessible. Like, granted, it's on mobile. It's on mobile, sure. But like, I port, do not like playing games. I on hate mobile. playing games on mobile. And I, I, I yeah, we're, yeah, we're kind of yeah. the same way because like we talked about how we want to play Fantasian. But like we don't want to like I can't bring myself play it to on do mobile. It, <laughs> I just can't. Yeah, like I might have to use my my uh, my MacBook and and hook it up HDMI port to a TV to play it that yeah. way. Like, and I don't want to do that. I just want to play it on Switch. Yeah. Give it give it to me on yeah. Switch. I, um, and I think it's gonna come eventually. But still, uh, you know, I digress. And um, and uh, yeah, and it's it's and then like you can play it on Switch, which is arguably the worst version of the yeah, game. Yeah, I would agree. Um, and and also like they did well. I mean, granted, you can buy it digitally, but like for people that are like physical collectors, especially for JRPGs, where like game preservation for JRPGs is like more serious than I would say any other. Genre, I would agree with you. Um, that game was very short printed, like. Yeah. I remember getting a copy and then like not even not even like eight months later, I could not find it. That's a, a hard game, game to find right now. The on, DS copy is on hard shelves, to find. On shelves. And when you do find it yeah. now, it's very expensive. And then, yeah. So like, and then you have a DS, but like, you know, I know people that like love their 3DS that have either said, I will not play my 3DS anymore or they don't have a 3DS anymore. So they don't have access to playing yep. it. So it's just like, you know, and these are people that are like gaming enthusiasts like us, like that, you know, that just aren't about like making sure that they have every console that's available. I mean, like, I know that we're more on the other end where like, you know, I, I saw like, I recently bought a Wii U specifically for virtual console. Like I bought the analog yep. pocket. I, I'm getting the, S, the super NT so I could play SNES games like the best way possible. I like, I, I agree. I, yeah, like, like I like to play, I like to play these games in their purest form too, you know? Exactly. And, you, yeah. If, if possible. If pos yeah. And, and sometimes that's just not possible, but um, mm -hmm. yeah, I agree with you. And, and, and honestly, I feel like when you take all the criticisms we've levied against, Neo, the world ends with you aside. I feel like the 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 biggest sin it commits is 
I mean, literally, practically forcing you to be familiar with the story of a game that is either not in a great playable form anywhere, and or just completely unavailable uh, to, yeah. to to most people. Um, because you're you are very like I'm, the modern ports of the world ends with you. The first game are just not great. Like across the board, they're just not great. And, yeah. uh, you know, the best version of the game is damn near impossible to get your hands on without some serious money. Um, and I just, I feel like that's a shame. Um, but, at, at, you know, at the end of the day, like, it, again, like, it, I've, it, we both, it sounds like we both enjoyed, uh, greatly enjoyed our time with uh, Neo The World Ends With You. Yeah. Should have been called The World Ends With Two. Let's just, you know, let's just get it out there. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I I don't even know why they called it Neo. Like I like I don't I st- I finished the game and I still don't know what Neo the world ends with you means. Like I don't Yeah. I have no idea what the- <laughs> Yeah, and um there is one thing that I did uh, want to ask you cuz I know that you're a big Switch person. Yeah, did you play it on I Switch? I played it on PS4. So I was just kind of curious like if you because I, I heard that there was some performance issues on Switch. So I played it exclusively handheld. Um, and okay. you know, I, I like, I believe on PlayStation, it runs at 60 frames a second, right? Uh, okay. Yeah, so sure. on switch, it runs at 30. Um, but the trade off is, is the, like, you know, you're taking it anywhere you go, which is, you know, the trade off for any switch yeah. game. Um, I didn't notice too many, uh, too many perform. Like the only time I saw a little bit of chugging was um like for example if you hit 300 groove and you do that big all-encompassing you know fire, oh yeah you know, Fra- frame right drop. yeah i was like i was like ooh, ooh. <laughs> i was like there's some frame droppage happening here but honestly for the most part it it was a pretty solid 30 frames a second now it's entirely possible and that that you know any problems the game has are exacerbated in docked mode because i mean you know, I mean, who knows, right? Like, I, I never docked it when I was playing uh, Neo the Roland, specifically because I was like, this looks great and bright and colorful on my screen. I know if I dock it, that's going to go away, so I'm not going to dock it. Um, but, uh, and also, like, I was going to pick it up on PlayStation, but honestly, like, I played the original on DS, and I was like, I've got like a weird... It just felt right. Right, yeah, it was like a weird OCD thing, you know? It's like, I have to play this on a Nintendo console. Well, yeah. like. I- yeah, I'm I'm the same way because you know I've been collecting games that like I know I'm going to play, and then I want to get them all if possible on the same yeah. system. So, it's a mental uh, thing I for totally me, man. Yeah, like yeah, I yeah, I totally get what you're saying. I, absolutely. Um, no, Cam, this was great. Um, we actually went. Uh, uh, we went oh an hour. We went longer than I thought we would. Um, I, it, especially considering there's just there's just two of us. Um. No, Cam, dude, thank you so much, dude. It's always a pleasure having you on, man. Especially a man of a man of class and taste in in video games. Um, we we all know JRPGs are the uh, is JRPGs the best genre. Um, I don't think anybody. I don't think anybody's gonna. And not uh, there's not a single person right now on this podcast who's gonna argue with that. And that's the way I like it. I. I'm not going to argue the way, with that one. That's the way all. I like it. Cam, for anybody who is not aware of your work, and if you're not, you absolutely should be, where can people find you? Uh, yeah, you can follow me on Twitter at uh, CamFinalMix. I stream uh, on Twitch at twitch.tv slash CamFinalMix. Um, and you'll, you can see me every now and then on IGN Unlocked. Uh, that's uh, IGN's Xbox podcast. And, um, you know, it'll, 
it'll already be over by the time I li- uh, by the time anyone listens to this. But I will be co-hosting um, Unlocked Live uh, for the Gamescom post show so uh, tomorrow. Cool, dude. Um, for IGN, which is great too. And yeah, and I got a I got a preview out for Astria Ascending on IGN as well. What, right Gamescom now. is tomorrow, huh? It starts tomorrow. Wow, man. dude, this this year is going by way too fucking fast. Um, yeah, so tomorrow's Xbox, and I believe Wednesday is when the like Jeff Keighley okay. stuff is. All right, the opening night live. I mean, no, dude, this is a huge opportunity for me. Congratulations, dude! Like, dude, like watching talented, watching talented young journalists like yourself make waves in this industry the way you are, dude, is is extremely satisfying. So, dude, keep up the amazing work, man. Seriously, you're crushing it. Um, I appreciate absolutely. We got to get you back on the show sometime sometime soon too. Oh, absolutely. Um, Oh, absolutely. And of course, uh, you know, uh, if you're listening to this and you already follow me at Game Dad JP on Twitter, I would rather you go follow me or follow us at Official SDGC on Twitter. Don't forget, uh, you can catch us live every Thursday night at 9 p.m. Eastern Time uh, on Twitch.tv/slash Official SDGC, and you can find all of our podcasts and game reviews on Spotify, SoundCloud, and all major podcast services. Thank you for hanging out with us tonight uh, and listening to our thoughts on Neo The World Ends With You. And remember, kindness costs nothing. Take it easy. <laughs>